0: Life as we know it, with Tom Walton.
1: Several weeks ago, we had some fun sharing news reports that originally appeared in American newspapers more than a 100 years ago. Folks indicated that they enjoyed those, so we've dug up some more. Once again, we have the Mohawk Historical Society in Sycamore, Ohio, to thank for finding and preserving these gems from the past. Here's one shared verbatim from the Tiffin Tribune in August of 1889. Quote, A queer-looking animal was found in the berry patch in the woods of George Beard near Sycamore on Tuesday by Harry Beeston and Grant Eyestone. Their attention was attracted by what seemed at first to be a ferocious dog fight, but to their surprise, a large shepherd dog was having it out with a strange animal, which was finally frightened away after having one ear partly eaten off. The animal was larger than a common fox, had a round cat-like head, rather short legs, and was a reddish-brown, somewhat brindle color. The men gave chase, but the animal succeeded in escaping into the woods, end quote. Well, I appreciate the Tribune's attention to detail, but I remain as mystified as Mr. Beeston and Mr. Eyestone. If somebody ever does capture Bigfoot and he's missing an ear, mystery solved. Bigfoot might have grown up in the little town where I grew up. Who knew? Here's an interesting item from the Sycamore Leader, and this one's much more recent, April 1956. The leader reported that a former Sycamore woman was, quote, named Woman of the Year in Meridian, Mississippi during the last part of February, end quote. What I want to know is this. Was she truly Woman of the Year or just Woman of the Last Part of February? Judging from the long list of her achievements, she deserved more recognition than just two of the coldest weeks of the year. Here's a story that reaches all the way back to December 1874 in the Wyandotte County Republican of Upper Sandusky, and again, this is verbatim. Quote, an unfortunate error took place last Thursday night. It is reported that Marshal Sting was drunk and a number of boys whom he had tried to arrest made up their minds to give him some trouble. Finally, some of them threw stones or bricks intending to hit the marshal, but by some mistake, one hit John Moran on the side of the face, inflicting a terrible wound. Several of his teeth were knocked out and others broken. It's a painful affair, and we are sorry for Moran's misfortune. End quote. Wow! I don't know what to make of that. I'm sorry for Moran's misfortune, too. But if the marshal was indeed himself drunk, I don't know that there were any good guys in this sad story. And was the marshal's name really Sting? That's just too much. This item is from the Tiffin Weekly Tribune in January of 1872. Quote, A German man stopped here on his return from Tiffin last Saturday evening, and somebody stole his little brown jug. We think a man is near the bottom of the hill when he gets so low as to steal whiskey from a drunken man, end quote. Man, that is low. The thief evidently didn't pilfer the German fellow's money. He just wanted the guy's hooch. Yes, it was a world gone mad in the winter of 1872. Finally, the Wyandotte chief of January 1895 reported that local resident Lawrence Long is smiling broadly because, quote, a 12-pound boy came to bless his home last Wednesday, end quote. A 12-pound newborn? I would sure like to know if Mrs. Lawrence Long shared her husband's enthusiasm for the event.
0: Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 544 p.m